It is good to see everybody here today. Thank you so much for coming. If you're here for the first time, this is the uh, Women's Day here at the church. Uh, as I was watching the GAs sing and dance, I thought about, you know, men, we need to dance next year. <laughs> but then I thought, then I thought there's probably not, not enough Ben Gay in Roxburgh to help us on the day after. Before. Before I get <laughs> before I get started with the announcements, uh, Amanda Phelps, representing the Youth Council, wants to share an announcement. Good morning. Good morning. The youth and the youth committee would like to thank you for all of your support. We are up against the final, final, last chance deadline for Snowbird sign up. We need names and a partial deposit from your youth by noon tomorrow if they would like to go with us and have not yet signed up. If a youth wants to go, but the deposit is an issue, we have church members who will volunteer to assist a youth with camp. Please do not let the cost of camp stop your youth from going. If you need assistance, please contact Fran tomorrow morning at the church office. If we do not fill our remaining spots, we will offer them to youth outside of the church who are wanting to go. We are only allowing this because we do not want to lose the deposits that the church has already made that we made in October based on our youth survey. Again, thank you for all of your support. Thank you, Amanda. Look, as you see the calendar uh, in your bulletin, this coming week and the month of March are going to be very, very busy. Um, let me tell you what Cole's going to do, okay? Cole is in the Boy Scouts, and he's doing a guiding country uh, program uh, to earn one of the merit badges. And one of the things that he's doing is putting together a photo album of his faith family. And so he wanted to take pictures today, so y'all give him your best smile, okay? You ready? You ready? Go right here. Thank you, Cole. And Cole is, I want to tell you, the Boy Scout program, this God in Church, I, don't, I might have said God in Country, it's God in Church program. It is a wonderful program. Thank the Lord for the Boy Scouts. Um, today, I would remind you that at both services, the Baptist women are leading, and please be in prayer for them. Uh, this afternoon at 2 o'clock, security team meeting, 3, the Alaskan mission trip uh, group meeting. Uh, I've been told that Remind the Awanas uh, that it's Rainbow Night, wear as many colors as possible, and also it's going to be Game Night, right? Sammy, I got that right. It's going to be get Quiz Night. Quiz Night. Well, I got it wrong. But anyway, uh, Quiz Night at Awanas. The Bible study for the men tomorrow night at 7. The uh, Missions Night on Wednesday night, the Missions Group, and also the Praise and Worship <coughs> Choir at 6, and the Adult Choir at 8. Please be in prayer for the drama team. They're practicing. They'll be presenting the Easter drama, The Lamb of God, on Thursday and Friday nights, March the 24th and 25th. 
And also, uh, on Saturday, there's a youth fundraiser for uh, the youth, and they'll be cooking a stew. There's an order form in your bulletin that you can pick one up, uh, and we hope that you will do that, okay? Uh, I'll remind you of some of the inserts, the new Bible study for the women on Tuesday night, the North Carolina Baptist Disaster Relief Training, and some news from the Beulah Association. Tonight at 6 o'clock, they're going to have a special prayer service for uh, Pastor Brian um, Hager, who is pastor at uh, the Bethany Baptist Church. He has been diagnosed with uh, ALS, or Lou Gehrig's disease, and they're going to have a special prayer meeting uh, there. So please, please lift him up in prayer. We will have service tonight for the adults, but we will be spending some of that time in prayer for Brian as well as for others. The quarterly devotional materials for spring is here. We've got them on the table over here and in the back, and also the March, the March um, devotional materials also. Several other dates I want to remind you of. Uh, beginning next Sunday is the week of prayer for North American missions. We'll be taking up the Annie Armstrong offering, uh, and the goal is four thousand dollars. The spring revival starts uh, two weeks from today. Avery. Uh, Dalton, who is pastor at Highview Baptist Church, will be leading that. And folks, I just want to remind you of something. That Sunday, we begin the, um, is it daylight saving times? So I get those two things confused. But we're going to, we're going to actually, we're going to lose an hour of sleep. So I want to go ahead and get you, uh, in, in mind that you're going to lose an hour of sleep. Then we're going to begin revival. Okay. Is that for me, uh, Jeanette? <laughs> I'm joking. I'm joking. Um, And the joint Easter service is the 27th at 7 o'clock here this year at our church. And and Oak Grove's pastor, Casey Merston, will be be bringing a message. So, again, March is going to be very, very busy. Uh, We've got posters for revival. We've got also a sign-up sheet for family night supper that Wednesday night. And, again, please be in prayer for all of these things. There's a lot of folks that we want to call by name this morning, uh, a lot of names to add. Please remember at Duke, uh, Donnie Seamster. Please add uh, Fred Cox. We've had his name on the prayer list, but he's going to have surgery tomorrow. Connie Penland will have surgery at Duke on Wednesday. Uh, please add at Duke Regional, in addition to Mandy Stubble, uh, please add Ernie Wood, who had surgery this past week, and Maggie Long, that is Daryl Long's wife, Maggie, who will have surgery at Duke Regional on Friday. Uh, we had a number of folks that were in the hospital this past week, Sammy Brandon, uh, Chris Cates, these folks are back at home. Pat Kucher had a biopsy done. Uh, Reverend Casey Merston, she had outpatient surgery this past week also. Um, please remember Katie Reagan. Katie is scheduled to have uh, chemotherapy again on Tuesday at Duke. Uh, John Riley's mother uh, had to be taken to the emergency room yesterday but was sent back home. But please remember her in prayer. Texie Wren fell yesterday and broke a bone in her upper arm. So please remember Texie. Uh, she is at home, but please um, ask God to help her deal with the pain that she is in. Also at home, Rick Allen, Weldon Bose, um, Elma Clayton, Ibby Clayton, Doyen Duncan, Claire Floyd, uh, Earl Humphreys, Thomas Long. Thomas had surgery this past week also, and he is at home. Uh, Evelyn Warren, uh, Geraldine Solomon, 
Joyce Wren, Justin Whitlow, who was in Duke, uh, but came home, Donna Wilburn, Bubba Wren. Bubba was in Duke also, but he is back at home in Donald Wilton. Please remember these families. There have been a lot of deaths in Person County in the last couple of weeks, but please remember the E.C. Walters family. Um, his funeral is today at 3 o'clock at North Roxbury Baptist Church. Please also remember the Carolyn Talbert family and the Clayton Shaw family also. Let's pray together. Father, I thank you that, Lord, you've called each one of us, whether we are male or female, you've called each one of us to serve you. And, Lord, today I thank you for the women and young women in our church and for their active involvement in so many programs in so many ways. And, Father, we pray that you'll bless them. We pray for those that will give testimonies, that you'll speak through them, for those that will lead in a skit, that you would bless them, for those that are singing. And, God, I just thank you again that we can be in your house. Lord, we thank you for your mercy and for your grace. We thank you that you want us to know you and to enjoy your presence each and every day. And, God, I pray that if there are those here today that have not yet trusted Christ as Savior, that, Father, you would speak to them through the testimonies and singing and skit today. And, God, I pray that you'll speak to us all. God, I pray that we'll not only gather and be the church this morning, but I pray that we'll be your church throughout the coming week, that when we leave this place, we would go out to help others and to minister to them. God, Help us to break outside the walls of our self-centeredness and selfishness and help us, Father, to see the needs of others. And, God, so many need our prayers today, those that will have surgeries, those recovering from surgeries, those at home, those in nursing centers and other facilities. God, especially for families that are grieving, we pray, Lord, that you would comfort them. And, God, we pray for all the things that are coming up for the week of prayer for North American missions, for the Easter drama, for the Easter services, Lord, for the revival. God, help us to not be busy simply so that we can say we're doing something, but, God, help us to be busy for the kingdom of God. And as we pray together, we remember the prayer that Jesus taught his disciples to pray, saying, Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, and the joy, and the glory, forever and ever. Amen. tonight and this morning and to let you know that the WMU has an umbrella that operates under the mission friends, the RAs, the GAs, the ACT teens, Baptist women, and we would just issue that to your children to, to come out and be with us and use grown-ups. We, we have a good time. These ladies here can contribute to that, but uh, we even let you sing backwards, so in they did a good job. <laughs> so let's join in the choir to sing his eyes when it's better. We're going to have the uh, responsibility. I raise my eyes toward the mountains. 
Where will my help come from? My help comes from the Lord, the maker of heaven and earth. The Lord is my portion. Therefore, I will put my hope in him. Don't worry about anything, but in everything, through prayer and petition with thanksgiving, let your request be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses every thought, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. Why should I feel discouraged? Why should the shadows come? Why should my heart feel lonely and long for heaven and home when Jesus is my portion a constant friend is he his eye is
My name is Emma Bose. How do I know God is in my life? I know God is in my life because he was with me the whole time I was struggling with the hip virus. He answered my prayers. A prayer God has answered in my life was me going to play sports with my friends because I didn't know that I would be able to. Another prayer he answered was making me get my legs stronger after my hip virus. One more prayer God has answered was making my granny get a little bit better. I know that I love God because he loves me back, and that is why I'm here today. Thank you for listening to me today. Amen. Hello, my name is Mickey Brandon, and I'd like to share my testimony. Testimony. In 2014, I was a very active person. I played softball, soccer, and I was a clogger. Involved with church at the end of the busy fall season, my leg was very sore, and I didn't play my last game of soccer. I'd also noticed a hard bump that had come up under my knee. It showed that I showed it to my mom, and she made, she made me a doctor's appointment that Dr. Austin, my doctor, sent us to Person County Memorial and sent us to get x-rays that night. She called me and told me, told my mom it was a malignant mass. My mom told my dad, and they chose not to tell me because they didn't want to worry me. Dr. Austin referred me to UNC with an appointment for next week. The next week, my mom bugged the clinic until they were able to work out an appointment for that day. My brother heard my mom say about something about oncology that morning, so I searched up on my tablet. For those who may not know what oncology is, it is a branch of medicine that deals with prevention of, of diagnosis and treatment of cancer. So I was scared to death. When I got to the hospital, I could see the door of the cancer hospital. I was really trying hard to hold back tears. But as I walked in, I started bawling. I was still crying when I got the stairs to the clinic. As the nurse got me back, got ready for me to go back, she told me to take some deep breaths, and I did. I got myself under control. As she takes us back, she introduces us to Dr. Thompson. He talks with us, sets up for us up for more x-rays and tests for that day. That night, that night, he called and wanted to see us the next day for more tests. That day, he told us that it was a type of cancer called osteosarcoma. Osteosarcoma is a type of bone cancer. It was a common form of cancer, and it's treatable and curable. He'd also remember three things. We don't know how it happened. We did not catch it late. And we have a good game plan. Also, his goal was to have stories to tell my grandchildren. He laid out the game plan of chemo and surgery and more chemo. As we were getting ready to go to Dr. Tom... Hold on, I lost my spot. <laughs> Dr. Tom, as we were getting ready to go, Dr. Thompson came out and, and asked to pray for me. He shared a story with us about his son in a car accident. His son did not know, per, he, did, he did know personally 
about the power of prayer. We continued to pray for him and his family. On the way home, my mom asked me if there was anything I was worried about. And I said, no, God's got this. The very next week, I met Dr. Esther. He had a biopsy to confirm my port place and chemo treatment. It was hard. It would make me sick, tired, and hurt. I slept a lot. I did find enjoyment in cards, text messages, and visits, and calls, even though I missed doing things I had done before. (laughs) People were were there and praying for me. It helped me so much, and I do thank it. Thank it. Thank you for all that's been done. For me and my family, it makes me want to help others so much more. After my surgery was rescheduled twice, I did become nervous because I did not know what to expect. My surgery date finally arrived on March 20th. Dr. Esther, my orthopedic surgeon and his team, set us at ease that morning. The team bowed outside the room and we prayed. I'm not sure if they prayed, but I appreciated respect that and everything had gone well. We knew it was God's will, and even though we prayed that the tumor wouldn't have been completely dead, the results came back with only 30% dead. It was frustrating, but we came in to realize that we couldn't claim chemo had done his job. We can only claim that it was in Jesus' name and give the glory to God in praise. It was by God and prayer that I am healed, and I'm coming up on a year with no evidence of disease. God has let me be a missionary to others that are going through the same thing I am going through. When they ask how I am healed, tell them, Jesus, I pray I can continue to share. And this comes now to become Mickey's mission and thank you for everything and may God bless you Amen It's kind of hard act to follow Um We'll say a prayer first. Dear Holy Father, thank you for your love and your protection and for your gift of the Holy Spirit. Father, have him guide this meeting and give us the words that you want us to share. <coughs> help us just share the joy of your salvation and help us to feel the joy that comes from knowing you. May you fill our hearts with gospel joy. Amen. First, I truly want to thank all of you for your prayers and your love and support, not just since November the 6th, 2014, but for many, many years before. Being raised in a Christian home and here at Theresa, I've been blessed to watch and learn from many saints that have shared the gospel joy with their, with others. I apologize that I've not been able to thank each one of you individually, but please know that I do thank God for each and every one of you. In preparing to speak today, 
I've gone back in time and had to relive some really hard moments, not times that would necessarily be characterized as joyful. November the 7th, 2014, I posted on Facebook, Today we're with Mickey and UNC Pediatric Oncology. They've determined she has a bone tumor on her leg. I beg for all of you to intercede on her behalf. We're thankful you did. Because we're told in Matthew 18, 20, for where two or more gathered in my name, there I'm among them. And I know there were group prayers, individual prayers, and groanings of the Spirit made on behalf of Mickey and our family. That day, our world went into a fog. We went from the safety of our home, spending days with babies, to a scary world of doctors, tests, chemotherapy, surgeries, and uncertainties. And as everything went into motion that day, I found myself full of questions. The medical answers were given, but spiritually, it was hard to find peace. I found myself asking God why. We had gone through Sammy's seizures and epilepsy with the full faith that God would take care of him. But now we were facing another beast, one that we had no clue on how to handle. As we went through the next few days, God was already reaching out to me. Trust me. A devotion for November the 9th said it may be, it may only be in eternity that we will know all the reasons why some things come to pass. If you're saved and you're walking in the will of the Lord, then you're right where he has put you, problems and all. That was referenced to Psalms 37, 23, and 42. And then Ephesians 3, 20. I'm in control. I will meet your need and I will take care of you. And then a quote from Henry Blackaby. If we walk with him closely today, we will be in the center of his will tomorrow. The next day, I had a post from Pastor Tony Evans, and he said, When you boil it down, faith is simply acting like God is telling the truth. It's not feeling that God is telling the truth. It's not saying that God is telling the truth. Faith is acting like God is telling the truth, and that's why the Bible calls it walking by faith. Unless it hits your feet, it's not faith. I said, Wow, three, four days in, and I had already heard loud and clear, time for your walk to match your talk. If you are mine, trust me. Believe that I will never leave you or forsake you. And that was an assurance I had to grab onto. And that was in Deuteronomy. He also says in that verse, to be strong and be courageous. Do not fear or be terrified. And again, later on in verse 8, it also says, He will never leave you or forsake you. Do not be afraid and do not be discouraged. I wish I could stand here and tell you that I never had another concern or I never had another fearful moment or never again got upset, but that would be a lie. Our life began consumed with what was next, rearranging our life and mainly going through a lot of hurry up and wait. But I kept holding on to the assurance that he would never leave us or forsake us. (coughs) As we went through the next several days, weeks, months, I found the Lord continued to send me love letters, well-placed devotions, scriptures, text messages, phone calls, and just moments. I had to see our life was being directed by God. We chose to look for him, to praise him in the storm, and to trust him. He did remind us. 
He was our strength and our joy. I had to remember that he loves us more than anyone can imagine. I know cancer breaks his heart as much as ours. And I know Mickey is more his than she is mine. Another assurance is John 3:15 and 16 that everyone who believes in him will have eternal life. But this is how God loved the world. He gave his one and only son that everyone who believes in him will not perish but have eternal life. Mickey has believed. And Mickey will have eternal life. March 20th, 2015, Mickey's tumor was removed. The tumor is out. Four great words that bring great joy. A new journey, one of healing. After waiting about 10 hours to see her and have her placed in a room, we were standing outside her room and noticed a rainbow painted on her window. And Herbert asked, you know what that means? The storm is over. Praise Jesus, the storm is over. Another love letter, another assurance. The journey to recovery wasn't an easy road, but by July, Mickey had completed chemo and was back using crutches. She now walks without them. Things that we had felt were lost were being restored. God never ceases to amaze me. We have no clue what he has in store for the future, but we have the assurance that he holds the future. Find joy in each day, not because life is always good, but because God is. For his miracles demonstrate his honor, majesty, and eternal goodness. And that's in Psalms 111. C.S. Lewis has said, "Life Life with God is not immunity from difficulties, but peace in difficulties. I'm so thankful he brought us peace. Only through him could we have made it through. And if there's anyone here who does not know that peace, please don't leave here today without asking him to be yours. We love you all. Thank you. We praise you, Jesus. We praise you, Jesus. Well, the testimony is lifted up now. Amen. Um, the joy choir will um, sing, and then we'll have a skit. God taught me a long time ago that anytime we're in God's house, we should always <coughs> bring a message. And I thank Jesus for the messages that have been brought forth from Emma and Mickey and Lynn today. And not to take away from anything that they have done, but I want y'all to know that um, the skit that will come after the song is something that God gave us um, many months ago when he brought it together. But I do need um, the adults with young children to know that um, there will be a very powerful scene brought forth after um, the time of um, offering. Um, And it may be a little bit disturbing for our younger children. So um, they welcome you in the um, nursery, but I just wanted the adults to be aware with the small children that there will be a very, very powerful scene brought forth. 
at the end of the skit. We praise you, Jesus. Amen. Great is thy faithfulness. Give thanks to the Lord, for he is good. His love is eternal. The Lord is waiting to show you mercy and is rising up to show you compassion. His love is eternal. His faithful love comforts us. When I am filled with cares, your comfort brings me joy. Because of the Lord's faithful love, we do not perish, for his mercies never end. For great is his faithful love to us. The Lord's faithfulness endures forever. Hallelujah.
I'm going to make a phone call. I got to call Miss Mabel. Shh. I got to call Miss Mabel because she missed a prayer meeting. So I got to tell her everything she got to pray about. Okay. Yeah, because it'll take you two hours to be in the shower, so I have plenty of time to make my phone call. Okay. <laughs> hey, Mabel girl, how you doing this morning? Girl, what kind of music you playing in the background? Girl. I just, I just wanted to tell you that I missed you at the prayer meeting. Girl, we got so much stuff to talk about. I got to tell you all the stuff you need to pray about. Okay, girl? Yeah, girl. It was a whole lot of stuff going on. There was a whole lot of people that you missed it. Let me tell you. The first thing you need to pray about is we had a young couple that moved into the community. And you need to pray for them because they need a job. Okay? But let me tell you, girl. Them people, they ain't trying to get no job. They out here on the street probably selling drugs and all kinds of stuff. They ain't trying to get no job. They all, Every time I go to Walmart, they in there. How you going to get a job when you ain't even trying? I know. I know. And you seen them too, didn't you? I know. Girl, but let me tell you. Oh, and the other thing is the fundraiser. You know, we got a fundraiser coming up in church that I need you to pray about. Yeah, girl, they're going to do another spaghetti dinner. Ain't you getting sick of some spaghetti? Good Lord, if I see another string of spaghetti, I think I'm going to get sick. I know it. I know you think they could come up with something else. We don't live in Italy. I know. And you think, look, I know it's like they put a vacuum cleaner in your pocket and suck every penny out your pocket. That's all they want is your money down there, don't they? Don't they, girl? Tell them. I know it. Yes. Oh, and the other thing you need to pray about is they going on a trip to India. No, girl, I didn't say Indiana. It's the country. India. You know where they got the dot on their head. Yeah, down there. They going there. Hey, yeah. Why they think they got to go over there? We got to pay all that money for them to get on a plane and fly over there. They can stay here and clean my house for free. <laughs> I know it. Tell me about it. What's that beeping noise? Is your phone broke, girl? What's wrong? Hold on just a second. Okay, it stopped beeping now. Okay. Oh, I got to tell you something else. And this one in the prayer meeting, this is just between me and you, girl. I need you to pray for me, okay? I went down at a Walmart, and you know what? It was 500 people trying to check out at the same time I was. You know how many checkout people they had? Two. Two checkout people and 500 people waiting in line. And I was in a hurry, girl. I was trying to get to the prayer meeting. And I had to wait and wait and wait. And you know what? That little girl, I don't know what kind of qualifications they need to get a job down there, but the girl don't know how to count no money back. I had to sit down and tell her how to count the money back. And you know what else? She put the milk on top of my bread. My bread was so daggone flat you couldn't do nothing with it. All you can do is scrape mud off your shoe. I know it. And you know what? Girl, I got a praise though, girl. You know what? I went and told the manager on that little heifer. And you know what? He gave me a $50 gift certificate for some free groceries. Praise Jesus. Praise Jesus. I know, girl. I know. Girl, is your phone beeping again? What is wrong with your phone? It ain't your phone. Well, it ain't my phone. Hold on just a second. There it is. Well, it's still beeping. Hold on. Cindy Lynn. Cindy Lynn. Yes, ma'am. Yes, ma'am. phone is broke. What you done done? Not pay the bill or something? No, no, ma'am. We have that call waiting on our phone, ma'am. I know they got to wait when I'm on the phone. No, ma'am. It's to let us know people are trying to call us. You know, I told you my friend Claire was going to call. I, I'm sorry, ma'am. I tried. Mabel, I got to go. She done broke our phone. All right. Talk to you later, girl. Bye.
clay. Can Mama, you I'm phone? sorry. I'm sorry. I tried to explain. I, I'll talk. To Shh. Don't talk to me. Don't talk to me. Just go make your phone call. Yes, ma'am. Claire, girl, you know I am blessed and highly favored. Claire, did you just try to call? Didn't nobody answer. I know it was Mama. She was on the phone. I've been I've been trying to get her to understand about the call waiting. You know these new services we got on the phone. She just cannot understand it. Well, we're just going to pray that I can help her to um to understand it a little bit better. Yeah, I've been sitting here looking at our mission mosaic. And I'm doing the prayer devotion. Claire, do you remember when they told us that um, that when people are serving places and they can get persecuted or hurt, that they have their initials written down? Well, you know, it has broken my heart because now they're having to put initials in America. That is some disturbing news. I know it is, Claire. Oh, yes, Claire. Yes, we got a young couple that moved into the community and we need to pray for them. Yes, Claire, I know. I know some people have been spreading some rumors. But, you know, they need to understand that this young couple just got in from missions. And, and the, the husband is, is trying to get a job. And we all praying about it. And God's going to provide because, you know, they got all those children. Yes, Claire. Yes. Yeah, I know they people spreading rumors about they could be doing drugs and stuff. But, you know, people just going to say... Oh, yes, we do have the spaghetti lunch coming up. Thank you for reminding me. And praise the Lord is for the missions. And, you know, we the body of Christ, Claire. Yes, girl, yes, we we supposed to lift each other up and help each other. Yes, some are called to go. Some are called to pray. And praise the Lord, some are called to give. Because it takes the whole body to do what God is calling us to do. Oh, yes, Claire. I read that in the Mission Mosaic, too. Over a billion people don't have access to the gospel and don't know Jesus. So we got to be busy about God's work and help these people to go. Yes. And, and Claire, yes, I heard about Walmart. Yes, Lord, I know the lines are getting longer. But, you know, I, I, I heard that um, they're cutting jobs at Walmart. Yes, those poor employees, they got so much to do. Yeah, it's time for us as Christians to step up and, and to be a little bit more patient and kinder and nicer. Yes, Claire, yes. Well, Claire, you know, I, got, I need to get off this phone. I want to go do some reading and stuff. Girl, yeah, I'm right there with you. Jesus is up in the house on Wednesdays. Our pastor has started this new Bible study on James. Girl, I am so excited about it. Yes, girl, we can't just be talkers of the world. We got to be doers of the world. Yes, girl. Yes. Shoebox items. Yeah, I got to bring that in in the morning, too. Girl, you know, Jesus got us so busy. It's hard to keep up with stuff, but praise God we have each other to help us remind us to, to do the stuff to Jesus. All right, baby. I'll see you in the morning.
church. Don't be Mama, touching Mama, on me. I'm so someone. sorry. I, we should have waited, Mama, to come to the next service. We are so late. You know what? We, the snail that passed us on the road is sitting on the front row if you'd have hurried up this morning. Mama, they have, they have, um, they have speed limits. 
And we're supposed to. That, that's just a minimum. You're supposed to be able to go more than that. You ain't supposed to just have to go 45. Just let's go find our seat. Now, look, the people right here sitting in our seat, if you'd have hurried up, we could have had our seat this Mama, morning. I'm so sorry. Look, there's plenty of seats, Mom. Look, right here behind us, there are plenty of seats, Mom. That ain't we're, my seat. We're that not, ain't my seat. We're not. My seat right there. I know, That's Mama. my seat. Shh. I want my seat. It, y'all, could y'all slide over? Please, I'm so sorry. I am so sorry for the disruption. I am so, All right. so sorry. Back to time. Okay. Oh, proceed. Um, we we done missed the tithing. I, I can do it during Sunday school, though, Mom. It'd be all right. We, we'll be able to watch the service. Oh, girl, don't worry about that. They, they wait a few it? minutes. Mama. They wait a few Mama. minutes. I ain't got my tithe right here, girlfriend. Mama. Hold on. We're not Look. supposed to do that. Wait a minute. I need some change, though. Mama. <laughs> wait, Mama, you're disrupting the service. Come in help me find a five. I need a five, girl. Mama. Open some of these white envelopes. I don't Look, know what's in them. I don't know what's in them. Open some of these white envelopes. No, no, Mama. You can't open nobody else's mind. I need my change. Look, Jesus only asked for 10%. I'm just giving my change. I'm a 20. Mama, no. We cannot do it. Look, Jesus. You won't let me get here on time. You won't let me sit in my seat. And I can't even tie. Just take me home. I'm sorry. Just, I'm, just take me home. I'm y'all, home. I'm, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry for the disruption. I'm hearing. Oh my goodness. It is so beautiful here. Wonder what's happened. Could it be? Oh, it's so beautiful here. Could could this be heaven? This is heaven. You mean I'm home? Yes, welcome, Cindy Lee, and your name has been found in the book of life. Is that Jesus? That's Jesus. Jesus! Jesus! <laughs> now, good land, I asked the girl to take me home. She done got us lost. Where in the world are we, and where is she at? I don't see her nowhere. Can't count on the girl to do nothing right, nothing at all. Where in the world am I? It's such a pretty place, though. Hey, girl, how you doing? Have you seen Cindy Lynn this morning? Cindy's with Jesus. You got to be kidding me. I'm not. Where's she, she, where's she at? Where'd they go? 
Guess you'll have to find out, maybe. Hmm. Well, I can't believe she around here somewhere. I know she ain't with you. She can't be. She is, and you're not. Why? Look, well, why ain't I in, why? Why am I not going to be in heaven? Your name has not been found in the book of life. Did you spell it right? It's H-A-R-P-E-R. Harper. Thelma Harper. H-E-L-M-A. Yes, ma'am. That's right. It's not in here anywhere. Well, look, turn a couple of pages. You might be on the wrong page. Now, look, girl, I know if Cindy got into heaven, I know I got into heaven. I went to Sunday school. I taught Sunday school. I taught vacation Bible school. I was at the choir. I was at church every time they told me to be at church. I went out visiting. I cooked for folks. I did everything you could possibly do. So what are you telling me? What What else can I possibly do to get into heaven? Sell a kidney? Wasn't enough. You got to look again. Just depart from me, Thelma Harper. Please look again. It's got to be there. I know it's got to be there. You got to look. Cindy, come look. Come look and see my name's in the book. some signs. I'm sure there were some very clear markers that I was on the wrong road, but I was so sure of myself. I never allowed for the possibility that I was going the wrong direction. In Matthew chapter 7, 13 and 14, Jesus says, Enter through the narrow gate, for wide is the path and broad is the road that leads to destruction, and many enter through it. But narrow is the path, and small is the road that leads to life, and only a few find it. So I guess I can't help but wonder, what if there are many people who are traveling through life and they've set the cruise control and they've turned up their Christian music, they've even got a Jesus fish on the bumper, and they think they're traveling down the narrow path that leads to life, but really they're on the broad road that leads to destruction. I don't want anyone to be paranoid or fearful. I believe what the Bible teaches on salvation, that nothing can separate me from the love of Christ. I believe in Him who is able to keep me from falling. But I also believe what the Bible teaches, that there are many who think they're saved, and one day we'll find out differently. And so I'm just asking, is it possible one day Jesus will return and a lot of good church-going folks will find out they were never really on the right path. 
I don't want anyone to unnecessarily question their salvation. I believe that we can know we're saved through our faith in Jesus Christ. But the Bible teaches us to think through our salvation with fear and trembling. And I don't know how you can honestly read through this passage in Matthew chapter 7 without asking some pretty uncomfortable questions. In Matthew 7, verses 21 through 23, Jesus also said, Not everyone who says to me, Lord, Lord, will enter the kingdom of heaven, but only he who does the will of my Father who is in heaven. Many will say to me on that day, Lord, Lord, did we not prophesy in your name and in your name drive out demons and perform many miracles? And I will tell them plainly, I never knew you. Away from me, you evildoers. And Jesus doesn't say this will happen to a few. He doesn't say some. He says many. So how can we know if it's real? How do we know for sure that we're followers and not just fans? And there's a few questions from Matthew 7 we need to ask ourselves. First question. Do I think I'm a Christian just because... I say I'm a Christian. In verse 21, Jesus makes a distinction between those who say and those who do. He separates those two groups. Now, to be clear, we're not saved by what we do. We're saved by what's been done for us through Jesus Christ on the cross. But what we do and how we live is ultimately the evidence of what we say we truly believe. That's why James in the New Testament says, faith without action is dead. And so, confessing Jesus as Lord, it's not just something we say with our mouths. It's something we do with our lives. Each of us is one breath and one heartbeat away from death. And there will come a day. We don't know when that Jesus will come back. Don't don't allow a day to go by and not know where you will rest for eternity. Please rise for the invitation. Brokenness, brokenness, is what I long for Brokenness is what I need Brokenness, brokenness Is what you want from me So take my heart And forbear Take my mind, Lord Holiness is what I long for. 
Thank you.